Sariti Green raises need for Africa to appraise vanadium as electricity storage battery metal. Wind farm builder Sariti Green, which is planning substantial electricity storage capacity at its big renewable energy project in Mpumalanga, has raised the need for vanadium to be appraised as a battery storage metal of choice in Africa owing to the difficulties of sourcing lithium batteries. As Africans, we really need to look towards metals such as vanadium for electricity storage because the lithium supply chain is under extreme pressure, Sariti Green CEO Peter Venn disclosed in announcing his company's 155 to MW to 900 megawatts wind farm project that is getting underway in Mpumalanga province. Also watch attached Crema media video. Long-duration battery capacity that vanadium can provide supports the integration of renewable energy into electricity grids and is seen by some as providing a generational opportunity that South Africa should not miss. The 155 megawatts portion of the Sariti Green project in that province is expected to come in at 4 billion rand and the eventual 900 megawatts at 25 billion rand, with the far-reaching initiative forming part of an agreement that will see clean, green power wheels through the national grid to meet the carbon neutrality aspirations of coal mining company Sariti Resources. Speaking alongside Sariti Resources CE Mike Teke, Sariti Resources Corporate Finance Head Leighton Nenzanane, and Sariti Resources CFO Doug Gain, Venn said in response to Mining Weekly, we have 800 megawatt hours of storage permitted in our environmental authorization, whether that's vanadium, whether that's lithium, is still to be decided. We've lived it as wind lab over the last five, six years in Australia. We've been part of what was once the largest battery in Australia, 4 megawatt hours. Then Elon Musk came along with this 100 megawatt hours battery, and we now have a permit for 800 megawatt hours. The business case for storage needs to be worked on. The understanding of ancillary services for the grid and how one gets paid for that is important. To commit to going with something like lithium for storage could result in delays. You cannot get a lithium utility battery for the next three years. We've got to be mindful of that. We've got to look for our own sources. But let's just be clear, batteries don't generate any electricity. You've got to be able to generate to store, so we've got to provide primary generation and then the storage needs to come with a business case, said Venn. Energy storage is the flexible renewable energy enabler in that peak wind generation generally takes place during off-peak periods from a demand perspective and the sun shines at its brightest during off-peak periods. With the long-duration energy storage that vanadium can reportedly provide, it is said that this renewable power can be deployed flexibly into the time zones when it is most needed. Mining Weekly, what is Sariti Green doing for the just energy transition, or JET? aspect of transitioning to renewables? Venn, the Sariti Green office is a classic microcosm of jet. I don't like to walk around with my Sarita Green shirt because all the coal guys come running across asking where next. I'm really excited about the Sariti group, what Mike and Doug are facilitating, and this transition that we're seeing in a small way. We're working very closely with many of the coal people. A lot of the jobs are transferable and we see employment growth. We don't see any reduction in the workforce either at Sariti Coal or at Sariti Green, we just see an increase, and we will see people moving across over time responsibly. What ESCOM is doing with the training center in Mpumalanga is extremely important. 
Having the training center there and not having to incur costs to come to Cape Town to be trained as a wind technician, is really important. But let's be real, we need to start building in Mpumalanga so that people can see that this isn't just talk but that it is reality. Building and getting the people on the ground is important. We will be employing from the communities. Sariti Resources has got fantastic HR plans on how to hire those people in on the coal side and will be adopting that same model to bring the people into Sariti Green as we move forward into construction. From a monetary point of view, there's talk of $8 billion for JET and we would like to assist the various parties, ESCOM, government, etc., in aligning that so that we have access to the grid and to other aspects that can support out what is going to be a 25 billion rand build of 900 megawatts in Mpumalanga. Jet is important, it's on our radar and we live it every single day. Is there a chance of Sariti Green also building solar projects? We are working very actively on permitting solar PV and storage at a number of Sariti mine sites. We have a full team working on this and again this talks to Jet. It's a team from Sariti Resources integrated with the Sariti Green team and working on building solar PV on reclaimed coal mine land. So exciting there. What is your view of generating green hydrogen with your excess power? Leighton likes to call our green hydrogen potential the green triangle between Sassel, our new Denmark coal operation, where the water is produced, and our wind farm, a 20 kilometers, 20 kilometers, 20 kilometers triangle. We are in discussions with Sassol and others around green hydrogen. But let me make this statement, where the electricity can be grid-tied and as long as the green hydrogen is replacing grey hydrogen, fantastic, but we, at the moment, need every electron to abate load shedding and to make sure that industrial growth can take place across the country, so projects like those in the Northern Cape, where they're not grid-tied, fully supportive of those, but right now we need all the electrons we can get to abate load shedding. Gain, just to share an insight on our very significantly sized coal mining business and one with a not insignificant legacy, we inherit and have significant environmental liabilities, which require that we spend lots of money to remediate land and, ultimately, to treat water. Strategically, we're looking very carefully at our water liabilities across our group, which are significant, and we're trying to understand how we optimize and turn those water liabilities into opportunities, in an environment and landscape where water is becoming more and more scarce. Municipalities are typically not delivering as papa or as they should, and so we do think there is a strategic opportunity, not just in the green hydrogen space, but in the water treatment space, it being acknowledged that you cannot electrolyze affected mine water into green hydrogen. So, even if we do go into a green hydrogen play down the line, the water would need to be treated or partially treated. So, we are doing a lot of work on water as one of our key strategic focuses, and also as part of our own decarbonization and just transition story. Over and above having now made a demonstrable commitment to green energy, we're looking at the water space, we're looking at optionality around the water space, and that ties in time potentially into a green hydrogen theme, which is very much in its infancy, but which is work in progress strategically. Are you considering using your coal mines to generate power at peak, for example, having waterfall from surface to turbines and renewables providing the energy to get water back up and repeating the process? Then, there are three deep shafts within this Sariti group and potentially more in the future. 
The pump infrastructure to move the water up from down below already exists within our mining environment, so, absolutely, it's on our longer-term plan to use pump hydro. The city of Cape Town uses pumped storage very successfully to alleviate circa one stage of load shedding. But the fact of the matter is that we're extremely busy trying to build 900 megawatts in the first half of this year, but it is part of our longer-term strategy to do long-term hydro storage through the deep shafts that exist within the group. Have contracts for the building of 900 megawatts been awarded? We're in the final agreement stage with regards to the 155 megawatts wind farm project and, without giving away any negotiating power, it's more than likely that whoever builds the 155 megawatts project will move forward with the rest. We already have construction people in the area doing our health and safety manuals. We are mobilized on some of the smaller contracts and getting that work done. We are obviously not doing anything on site yet, but the day of the financial close will be the same day that the contract is signed. That will occur in the April timeframe with construction starting in the first half of this year. Comment on Wind Farm. This is the LinkedIn comment of Nkazijumar Samzana on Sariti Green's Wind Farm announcement, really exciting news updates for Mpumalanga province this is a co-benefit of decarbonizing South Africa's power sector. Clean energy is an excellent vehicle for direct infrastructure investment and a positive multiplier of economic effects on industries such as construction, procurement, engineering and logistics.